Hey guys, I'm Carly Zakin. And I'm Danielle Weisberg, and we're the co-founders and co-CEOs of The Skim. On our podcast, Skimmed from the Couch, we talk to the women we look up to about the realities of getting to the top. And their advice is what's helped us grow The Skim from a company of two to something much bigger. But we started here on a couch. Yes, we are sitting on a couch. And now we want to talk to you about the things that have helped us build our brand and answer any questions you guys might have about how to build your own careers. So every Thursday, we'll be discussing a topic that our guests brought up on Skim from the Couch that week. Expect to hear everything from how to nail an interview to how to manage a team. This week on the couch, we talked to Joanna Coles. Joanna talked to us about a lot of things from her management style to how she actually became the Joanna Coles that that we know and look up to. And some of it we could relate to, and some of it I would say we're a little bit different. It has to do with crying. So here we go. I'm not a crier. I've never cried in the office, actually. As you can probably tell, I've just never cried, uh, ever, (laughs) actually. I don't understand what it is. Um, But I've heard people talk about it, and every now and then I pretend to understand it. And then when Um, we ask you if people find you intimidating, you're like, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But I've never cried in my life, ever. Uh, I'm just not, what can I say? I'm not a crier. So join us, and welcome to Founder Chat. Hi, my name is Leslie, and I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm going to preface my question with, I'm not a crier, but anytime a sensitive subject comes up at work, whether that's giving feedback on a project or a team member or receiving feedback, the emotions start to build and all of a sudden I'm crying and I can't breathe. And I'm just wondering, how do you manage that? Hi, Leslie. Thanks for calling in. Um, So I want to start off by saying that Thank you for asking this question. Um, Although Joanna says she doesn't cry, uh, I definitely um, had this same problem. I have had a lot of moments in my career where I would go in and all of a sudden, when it came into the moment, would just burst into tears. And it is kind of ironic. I really identify with what you said because my reaction outside of work when I would get really, really upset about something is to just get silent and like fume. So to me, the reaction was really interesting and it wasn't something that I could quite figure out. A few things have helped me through it. One is I started to realize when I thought through what was the the trigger for me to have this kind of reaction, um, knowing that it's it's not normally how I would deal with things emotionally. I kind of like went back to when did this idea of being uh, scared to voice my opinions because of what might come out come from? And for me, it actually went back. And I, obviously, I don't know what it comes from for you. But I remember in college and in high school asking questions like I would put my arm up and I would turn bright red. And my friends would notice, and I would be like, I'm actually totally fine asking this question, but there were just these physical tells. Um, And what I started to realize was that the issue was that I cared so much, and I felt like I wasn't being heard. I felt like there was so much that I wanted to say and say it all at the same time and convey a passion and conviction that it just came out as this thing that would get stuck in my throat and come out in this jumble. So breaking it down and kind of doing a a self-analysis really helped me moving forward. 
it wasn't until I became a manager that the problem really went away um, because I feel like then you start to understand giving feedback or reviews as a conversation instead of something that is directed completely at the person. Um, but what makes me feel better about this is I always go back to the Friends episode where Jennifer Aniston sits down and I think it's when she works at Bloomingdale's. Um, and she says, like, you know, kind of ignore my crying and, and listen to what I have to say. <laughs> and I would say that for you, you're not alone. A lot of people have this. It's a trigger for a lot of people. Um, and it's okay. Like, give yourself the permission to have a reaction and don't be scared of it. If you're scared of it, it's going to become this hyped up thing in your head and that's just going to make it worse. So accept it. Think through why this happens to you and, and don't make it bigger than it is. At the end of the day, I think a human reaction is a human reaction. And you work with people. Um, it's funny because I am not a crier also, Leslie, but um, I, I haven't had the same thing as Danielle, which is that I don't cry. But I think um, everyone has different physical reactions, or I wouldn't say everyone. A lot of people have physical reactions to different triggers. So whether it's anxiety, anticipating something, hearing something that hits a nerve in a good way or a bad way. And for me— my physical trigger um, had always been like anticipation of something. So anticipation of, you know, in the skim life, uh, when we had a big press appearance, um, when I remember when I worked in my old job at NBC, my first time field producing, and I would physically gag. Like I would literally, it, it, I wouldn't actually, I mean, not to be TMI, I wouldn't actually throw up, but I would gag. And there were so many times that I like, you know, would run into a restaurant or I would stay home like and be late for work because I was so nervous about whatever was that big thing that day. And so I even remember the first time we were on the Today Show. I remember this very well. We were roommates <laughs> and <laughs> we were very nervous. And I literally sat on the floor of our bathroom dry heaving. And Danielle came in and goes, get up. The car is here. And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to miss our Today Show appearance. But like, I was really like sick. And I, I got up and then I was totally fine when I got there. And so needless to say, everyone has their own physical reaction to things. I think what um, there were tricks that I learned along the way and I still do today. One is called tapping, where sometimes if I'm nervous, Oh, yeah. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah. So you, I, I'm not a medical professional, so I cannot explain to you actually physically why it works or doesn't work or what the psychology around it is. But it, there are certain pressure points. If you tap, like literally with two fingers, I'm doing it right now, you tap your wrist. Um, or sometimes I'll just kind of like reach under and tap like right under like my arm, like right above sort of your bra line. Um, you no one notices. Like you're literally just like look like you're scratching maybe like something on your shirt or you're just kind of tapping your wrist. It helps calm you down. Um, and there's you're, there's a whole psychology around you're supposed to tap your face. I, I don't know how to do that. I don't do that. The other thing is actually, um, you know, it sounds silly, but like breathing exercises of just breathing in for four counts, breathing out for four counts. There's something about the exhale that literally slows your emotional reaction and your heart rate. So whatever your physical reaction is, um, it will help it slow down. And the other thing that I actually learned um, for me, and again, mine was really around like anticipatory anxiety, is I would say, okay, from 10 o'clock to 10.05, I will freak out. And I'm going to say out loud to myself the thing that is stressing me out. So I am really nervous for my review today. I'm really nervous for my review today. I'm really nervous for my review today. You can only repeat that so many times where you're like, I sound so stupid right now. And you can't do it for the full five minutes. And then you're kind of done. And you're like, well, you sort of laugh at yourself 
and then you walk out and you're fine. So not to say that these are quick fixes or that we are obviously not medical professionals, but there's a way to manage these things. Um, and you, and again, as Danielle said, like we're all human. Everyone has a different human reaction to things. Um, I always grew up with hearing like, you know, everyone cries about work. Hopefully you don't cry at work. Um, and I think if crying is your human reaction in in your work environment, then what are the tricks that you can do either to let your manager know, hey, like, ignore me, this is what I do, or to kind of look at these little anxiety tricks um, beforehand. One last thing I did, and I just remember this, was um, I— I also would practice the conversation and say it out loud um, because then it became less of a a big, scary thing and more just something that these are the points that I want to get across and I'm very clear. So then I wouldn't be scared of having my emotions take over. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. But one thing that actually did help was my coworker gave me a picture of herself as a two-year-old dressed up as a pumpkin and blew it up. (laughs) And it would just, you know, it would make me crack up every single time. And I printed it out and I carried it into a meeting and I put it in my notebook and I had my set of points on one side and I had the picture on the other. So every time I wanted to cry, I would just laugh. And I'm sure that like, you know, my manager thought I was crazy (laughs) the way that like probably my face was going but um it really it actually helped i'm picturing you as like the mask right now (laughs) yeah um a little bit like that but it was just something random but anything that i think gets you out of your head uh and and puts you in the moment or kind of allows you to see the bigger picture is helpful um one thing i think is interesting is like it's really different, at least for us, of thinking about the anxiety around these things before the skim and then now as a manager where we've had people cry to us. And um, it's, 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 obvi- it's awkward on both sides. Like, there's no question. Um, I think there are different instances when, when people cry. I think, you know, as I said before, I've always was sort of raised with, like, everyone will cry about work at some point, good or bad. Hopefully, you, you, you aren't crying at work for lots of different reasons. And in those moments, I think when someone is not taking critical feedback the right way or we feel that, you know, their reaction um, isn't what we expect it to be, um, you know, there. I remember we went to an advisor once when this happened and she told us, she's like, what I always say is, um, say, you know, looks like you need a minute. Why don't you take the room? I'll come back in five minutes. Or do you want to take a walk and come back? And because obviously, like, no one wants to be in that room. You, you're embarrassed the person who you're crying to is like, I don't know what to do right now. Um, So trying to kind of break up that moment has been helpful. And I think the other part is um, when obviously there's, you know, a more emotional element or or I would say more of um, we have an understanding of kind of like the human experience, if you will, behind the tears. So whether someone's like, this is my anxiety and it's an issue I have, or this is something going on in my personal life. Like the reality is we're all human. Um, we have had instances where people have cried to us and we've cried right back because we're like, we f- we feel it too. And we're so sorry you're going through something. Um, so I think it's, you know, in the end of the day, like of all the things to stress about in life, don't let this be the one that stresses you. Good luck, Leslie. You'll figure it out. Okay, before we go, one more quick thing. Joanna Coles was kind enough to say that she will take a meeting with one of our skim, Skimmer listeners uh, if they have a legitimately good business idea, they've done their market research, 
they have a big vision, and they're ready to present to her. Uh, we can tell you firsthand she's been an amazing resource to us to help us network and to help us get things off the ground. So we are very excited that we put her on the spot. Sorry, Joanna. Uh, and that she, and very thankful that she agreed to talk to someone. Uh, so what we would love for you to do is leave us a voicemail or comment on our Instagram and tell us uh, why you should meet with Joanna, and one of you will get the chance. Thanks again to Leslie for calling in. We love hearing from you guys. So please give us a call at 646-461-6370 to leave us a voicemail. We're old school like that. And be featured on an upcoming episode. 